drives me crazy. Cheers. Cheers. Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Welcome to the In the Wild podcast, where we navigate the wild internally and externally. Follow us for short, weekly episodes about living and growing in the natural environment where we explore lessons learned in nature and how they help us become our biggest, most wild selves. This is In the Wild. This is In the Wild. This is In the Wild. And if you like our voices, don't forget to like, review, and share with everyone. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts. On all streaming platforms available now on Spotify, (laughs) Apple Pods, and Google Podcasts Manager. Yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> Back to this program. Back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We are here today with exciting mm. Halloween-y things. Hello, woo-woo, if you will. woo-woo, if you will. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to kind of um, switch up this week's episode because with the looming thin veil of the Halloween oh, and the... Hallow's Eve, holidays coming up, and just kind of talk a little bit about some of that um, mysticism and woo-woo stuff. Yeah, because the wild is a beautiful and fun place, and there is so much to be in awe of, and I think one of the main things that comes up for me is like kind of the spooky stuff or the unexplainable parts of the universe the X-Files, baby. The X-Files, baby. yeah dude, i there's want to believe and if you've spent any time outdoors outside in the wild like you've experienced so many unexplainable things or like coincidental things or just things that kind of raise the hair on the back of your neck up so i think we should yeah, talk about it <laughs> absolutely and it's some of those little um like the special wonderful moments where you just walk away and you're like man i really don't have a strong explanation for yeah. that like your body's reaction to something yes. your mind can't comprehend Ooh, Ooh, so many things so what are we going to dive in? What's going to be our first little um, topic for Halloween? That's a good question. What if we talk about astrology a little bit? What do you mean? That study li- of stars? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> so astrology is something. I look at astrology personally as um, I take it with a grain of salt. And it's kind of like a party trick. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where maybe you'll learn a little bit about yourself. Maybe you won't. It's up to each person. But the thing that I've found really interesting is the accuracy of the times when maybe I've been able to like call someone's zodiac. Just yeah. like, from across the room, I've just met someone and I'm like, oh, you must be a Virgo or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, how did you know? And I always think it's interesting those types of coincidences or when there are two, um, you know, zodiacs and they're they're very compatible and then you look at a marriage they've been together 20 years and you're like oh my gosh of course of course you have because you're compatible according to the stars so mm-hmm. astrology you know if you look at your birth chart it's just a snapshot of the sky the moment you were born but you know the thing about that is is that we know that everything's energy. We've talked about this. You, me, and everything. Stars have energy. The <laughs> yes. earth has energy. Atoms, air, wind. Like, everything has an 
energetic element, right? Everything. Right. There's right. nothing without energy on in existence as far as we know, as far as we know. Right. And to say that the way that the stars and the planet was positioned in the sky at a certain time does not affect the fibers and the genetics and the being of someone who is being born or created or whatever at that time. Right. How can you how can you deny that there's a possibility when there was a time we didn't understand the atom? Right. Cellular fusion, physics, all that stuff. I'm not obviously not a scientist. But <laughs> how can you say there was a time where we didn't understand those things and now we do? So mayhaps. Mayhaps. Astrology is just something where we're just getting under the surface of understanding what that means. Absolutely. And I think people are quick to be like, oh, astrology is so not it's fake, <laughs> not mm-hmm. real. And that's fine. Not everybody has to partake. Um or find it interesting, but um, I have. And I've seen it when I've been in the wild with my people or experiencing life, I've seen it be insanely accurate. And it's yeah. given me a lot of um, clarity around myself or around my my friendships and relationships. Yeah, um, Give me your sign and the like stereotypical good thing and bad thing about your sign. Okay, so I'm a Pisces. The stereotypical good thing about a Pisces is that we are dreamy, we are creative, we are compassionate, um, and we flow. We're a water sign. So we're very go with the flow. We can be really adaptable. I think that some of the um, stereotypical negatives of a Pisces would be that we are very sensitive um, and that adaptability can be to a fault. <laughs> You're so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm you now. Bye. <laughs> right. It's like, well, how can I bleed into, you know, someone else's life, essentially? So that's been mm. a practice for me my whole life to make sure I maintain my own autonomy in your own, my own life eco, eco skeleton yes <laughs> exoskeleton precisely eco-skeleton. yeah and you taurus can i do you too yeah please <laughs> go ahead i know who so, i am <laughs> so taurus, isn't that such a taurus response <laughs> so the taurus um stereotypical you know positives would be that you are grounded rooted um very stubborn <gasps> um to Me? the point and um, they want to be connected to the earth and to their people. They're very loyal. Um, but their stereotypical cons can be that they, you know, their way or the highway. Yeah, they yeah, take mother. up their space. And mm-hmm. it's like they want to, um, they can be kind of steering the ship all the time. <laughs> kind what? Of no, not me. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> is she yeah the stubbornness I was just telling Corey the other night in bed and I was like I am so stubborn he's like yeah the world your world does revolve around you and I'm like well shouldn't everyone's he's like "Mm." I'm like okay I'm gonna work on it (laughs) Julia's great big world it's like me and my world and my story well and the thing is is that the Pisces and the Taurus are actually the soulmates of the Zodiac so we get along so Yay. well. I and- just bully you around. Come <laughs> with me. And you're like, I'm going with you. Well, and Mari's like, look at how wonderful the world is. And you're like, oh, yeah, it is wonderful. <laughs> you know the one thing? So I follow like some of those like clickbaity Zodiac, like glossy Zodiac right. and like Zodiac whatever. And there's one that always just for one, when everyone like when you see those TikToks of like the the astrology, astrological signs as like 
a valley girl or what you know whatever like taurus is always just like lazy and in bed and i don't disagree <laughs> but can we like say that we just enjoy rest instead of like calling us like we're we're like grumpy in bed and we're just like don't care to block delete which is true like i'm not denying that's they not do, me yes so that's the thing i think that a lot of the astrology kind of memes and things they'll take the stereotypes so mm-hmm. Like my equivalent would be like that Pisces is like always crying or something, <laughs> right? When in I feel reality, like that's a cancer actually. That's more of a cancer. They thing. literally that they were <laughs> born always, to cry. Yes. They are a faucet. I would say, a faucet. I will say that Pisces is more of, at least in my experience, I would feel more sensitive in terms of feeling other people's emotions mm. or feeling like the way a room feels because of the group, like the energy of a group, um, which. Woo woo, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, I can just feel your I can energy. Just feel the energy. Your yeah. energy is good. Your energy, yeah. and that you need to tone your energy down. <laughs> well, and I think like astrology being this kind of woo woo, in awe of it kind of thing, mystical thing. We don't know a ton about it. Some people do, I suppose, but um, I think it leads a bit into like the cosmos. Maybe the expansiveness of the universe. I mean, wow, what an incredible kind of spooky thing. Yeah. It's ever expanding. Don't Google what is space made of. (laughs) Did you do that? (laughs) Yeah, a couple weeks ago, I was like, what is out there? Because like, I just imagine space being like this like thick, like, like nebulous, like cotton candy-esque, like Like nitrogen. Like it's a thick... It's thick, like, <laughs> but then I looked, I looked and it says like, it's space. It's literally nothing. Like there's like, don't quote these uh, percentages because I'm done making them up, but like 80% nothing. Which I'm is like, crazy. Well, how do things exist in nothing? Like, how is there a star just with nothing around it? Where, who, what? It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> holding it up <laughs> to think about the reality that we live on a planet amidst nothing (laughs) that is spooky shit (laughs) mommy have you ever seen the what is it called the thin blue line or the small the blue dot the pale blue dot. the pale blue dot yeah i call it the the thin blue line because i had a dream (laughs) once i had a dream once that i wrote a poem pretty much right (laughs) well i don't know i wrote this poem in my dream about the earth and like it's essentially just a copywritten stolen <laughs> poem of the, the pale blue dot wow. and i called it the thin blue line i'm like wait you wrote the? it in a dream yeah i wrote it down i wrote it down in my in my diary i'll read it to you when we get out of here had you heard the pale blue dot? yeah oh yeah for oh, sure okay. like years ago I, I was like oh my god i created it without <laughs> even knowing no no i just stole it in my mind like I'll, I'll see an alligator on tv and guess what i'm dreaming about tonight alligator yeah of course super super topical like the, the, yeah. the similar version yeah of a- for sure but one time i did uh, i want to talk about dreams because i've had so yeah many we've dreams. got to so i worked for a heating and cooling company right out when i got out of the military and i hated the job i was i was supposed to be hired as an hr manager which was my initial degree yeah and they're like well come work as um a customer service rep for a while and then we'll transition you they never did spoiler alert and 
So I, towards the end, I was like just so miserable. I had to work every Sunday from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. Monday. I was on call every Sunday and Gross. then I worked a regular like schedule. I'm like, this is horrible. So I had a dream one night that I walk into my office and there's just giraffes on all of the desktops, like all of the screens of the computers. Yeah. And I'm like, what are all these giraffes doing? So I like woke up and I'm like, what the hell? Like I haven't watched any documentaries. And I like yeah. just Google search like what do giraffes mean in a dream? And someone determined that it means you're unhappy in your certain like in your current situation and you like are wishing to leave. And I'm like, yeah, excuse me. So it's I quit. Wild, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think dreams do carry some weight. I mean, I there's a lot to be said for what they're all about. I mean, some folks say it's your your subconscious is just processing um different emotions or the day and then you dream what you dream some people say it's um it's purely coincidence like you've seen something on tv or you you've seen something in the world um and then there's other folks who say that maybe it's something else something we don't quite know Mm. i will say that i lean on the side of something we don't quite know and processing i think it's Um, all three for one absolutely things you see in your life um but i i think that like this is you guys my thing is a little too woo woo but I do think that when we dream we're in between a state of like this reality of our consciousness and then we go into this there's this like liminal or luminal or different space there's a space between consciousness and whatever else we can't comprehend and maybe when we dream we kind of get closer those those two sides meet and we can you know I met my I don't even there's so many freaking dreams I found out about a lost sibling who had passed away before I was born from a dream before I knew about this sibling. See, go on. Okay. So <laughs> my great grandmother passed away in 1999. Okay. I was like, what was I, 11 years old? And I just remember on New Year's Eve, I had, I was like so sad that she wouldn't get to get to see like the millennium. Remember everyone's right. like, the year 2000. We're like, oh, yeah. Everything was like so exciting. And that night I went to sleep and I had a dream and everything was in blue and white, like black and white, but blue and white. Still didn't really, can't really decipher what that means, but everything was in blue and white, like monochrome. And I'm in my living room and we're like sitting on the couch and like, angels or beings a whole row of them come down and they're standing in my living room and one of them is my great-grandmother who had just passed away and she's holding a baby and I'm like who's this baby and she's oh this is Kevin your brother I'm like I don't have a brother Kevin so I like wake up and I'm like oh mom I think um, grandma Helen came to me in my dream she's like oh so sweet I was like but there was this baby like Kevin I'm like I don't know. What do you think about that? And she starts crying and she's like, I had a stillbirth before wow. I was pregnant with your older sister and we were going to name him after your uncle Kevin. And I was like, well, I think it's safe to say that grandma Helen is with Kevin and everything's fine. And like, I was 11 years old. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you had no context Mm-mm. for having that dream. You mm-hmm. hadn't seen anything that would lead you to have that dream. Nope. Um, and what are the chances Right? Like, what are the chances yeah. that that occurred? It's I also knew my amazing. sister was pregnant. See? Dude, I've had so many dreams. Agreed. Yeah. I've I had, had a dream. weird ones. Okay, tell me some of yours. Okay. Do- <laughs> okay, tell me some tell of Tell me yours. some of yours. Because I literally will just <laughs> verbal diarrhea. Oh, my God. I've had so many. I'm in the same boat where I've just had so many weird ones. Um, I think that one of the... <sighs> okay, I'll go with this one. There's so many. Right. One of the most impactful dreams that I've ever had, I was, um, this was during a time when I was trying to decide 
what I wanted my life to look like. I was in a completely different season of life. I was, uh, my marriage was coming to a close. Um, I was really lost. I didn't really know who I was. So I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming. And I have this dream that I am in the forest and I was at some sort of party at a lake house or something like that. And I didn't really know this house. I didn't really know any of the people. But I was told that there's a boat and it would take you across this um, small river area and you could like go to this other part of the party. And so I take this boat, (laughs) I go over and I'm there with my ex-husband and my grandpa and um, a couple of, there were two other male figures that I didn't know and me. So there's five of us and we look across the way, across the water and there's five mountain lions. Mm. And so there's five mountain lions and there's five of us. And my, I, I, one of them goes into the water, one of the people I was with and I was like, oh my God, I have to, I have to save them. You know, how can I fix this? So I start making a bunch of noise and I get the mountain lion to come to me instead. And the mountain lion was facing the opposite direction and of me. And we were shoulder to shoulder. And I could feel us breathing. I could feel her fur. I could feel her warmth. And I remember thinking in my mind that I needed to be nothing. Like I needed to think nothing, just be um, to get out of the situation. And so she moves along and I walk up to my grandfather who's in the stream and I say hey here's what just happened and she told me that I I like just had to be right and he was like yeah that's all you had to do that you just you had to be and the reason why that was so impactful was like that was the message that I was getting through all areas of my life mm-hmm. in reality so in this scenario like perhaps this was a processing a, a subconscious but mountain lion came to me in my dreams for years after that mm-hmm. and that was the message she gave me every time was hey you just have to be and it was always in these critical moments of pivoting or readjusting yeah i feel like everyone's dreamt about mountain lions yeah, I used to have dreams that mountain lions and bears were always trying to come in the house, and I would be like the one with like a broomstick, like <laughs> beating them away. But yeah. everyone has a mountain lion dream. Yes, is it because they're like the most superior North American predator? <laughs> like they are certainly symbolic. Mm. <laughs> they, I think they are symbolic. There are definitely animals that have some symbolism in dreams, um, and I think that they can be representative um, and. Sometimes when I'm having a dream and I come out of it and I'm like, oh, my God, what did that mean? Right. Um, Sometimes I think, well, what does that represent to me? Like, Mm -hmm. what does that animal or that person or that object represent to me? Um, And sometimes that can help me determine the meaning. That's true. Yeah. I mean, recently we were both talking about those dreams where you're like, you know, going into small room after small room after small room and you're like diving deeper and deeper, like closet space into closet space. Like in a pipe, like up into a pipe. You like and- you ever had to go through a toilet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are so bad. You're like, all right, here I go. And you just like dive into the toilet. Like 
Dream brain, go away. Dream brain is interesting. And I just had one of those dreams last night where I was like locked in a house with a guy chasing me. And I'm like opening a door into a closet, climbing up into the corner of the closet. There's a vent. I'm climbing through the vent. Like, right? Excuse me. And what I've heard about these dreams is that you're going into your subconscious. So it's like the journey into the subconscious. You're saying my subconscious is in a toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I feel so called out. This podcast is just you calling me out. (laughs) I am stubborn. (laughs) So I probably should hear it. (laughs) Yeah, dreams are weird. Dreams are very weird. Yeah. And I think that um, the predictions, you know, so my example is more of maybe a subconscious or a message that keeps coming to you. But the predictions, I think also happen a lot mm-hmm. like your dream yeah and i have i've experienced those too and what are those about right like yeah. what is that magic and how the hell can you foolery? is it because i think like i said when you're in a dream state you might be able to like have access to information you don't we're too busy or distracted to pick up when we're awake it's true i think there is a uh, something to be said about being in sleepy or exhausted states and um, feeling the veil lift and having easier access to potentially other frequencies. Well, we're going to get right into we're that. diving right into that. Um, so one of these things would be like yoga nidra, mm-hmm. right? Meditation, mm-hmm. um, non-sleep deep rest, mm-hmm. or like I've done Reiki where I've gone into, it's called like a hypnagogic hypnagogic state which essentially is what yoga nidra does where it pulls you just out of the um, conscious and alert but you're not quite unconscious yet like into a state of sleep and um i met my spirit guides yes (laughs) go on (laughs) i started doing reiki um just because i'm like i want to try everything right and i'm like reiki okay i'm like energy healing but i'm like everything's energy so right why not if you can harness that shit fucking beam it into me Might i need well. some blast yeah. open my chakras baby <laughs> so i went to i went yeah <laughs> girl they, uh, the first yeah, reiki session she like my solar plexus my root all of those chakras she had me reach inside of myself and hug myself in fourth grade i cried i hadn't cried in like a year yeah. i'm like okay so i'm going back like four months later i'm like i need to go back and i'm like this time i want answers from beyond i want intuition i want connection i want to know like i wanted i want the woo woo shit like the chakra shit cool love that you help me go into myself i want to go out there i want to see what you're pulling on what what your spirit guides are giving to me i want to meet mine and i literally said like i want to build my intuition she's like say less fam so she starts doing a little thing and i'm like you know i go into this like catatonic hypnagogic state and all of a sudden i snap two and i'm on top of a mountain in um glacier national park which was like one of the last times like i had a good memory before my dog my pets passed away so like it was like such a um really beautiful and happy experience because like nothing traumatic had happened in a while and i'm on the top of this mountain and i like look over and i shit you not two fucking 12 foot tall gray alien faceless humanoids in white robes with like ropes around the waist like kids draw it and i'm like oh i'm like hey guys what's up and they talk into my head telepathically and they're like hey we're your spirit guides you said you wanted to meet us i'm like uh, okay why do you look like that they're like does it really matter what we look like i'm like you're right so i'm like who are y'all and the one goes i'm greg i was like hey greg <laughs> and the other one who's like a little bit more in the back she's 
she or they or whatever this being is, they are behind Greg, who's like, I'm near like, I'm like your chaperone. And then this other one is like this, the one pulling the strings, right? And she says to me, like, I'm Odesia, Odesia, something like along those lines. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you're saying, but like, nice to meet you. And I, I, I should pull up my phone, but in it, like I wrote down the whole transcript of this conversation. Right. And I'm like, they're like, what do you want to know? I'm like, why am I here? And they're like, great question to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, to experience. I'm like, to experience what? They're like, everything. You're just here to gather experience. I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking easy. Like, it really takes the weight off my back of expectations. Yeah. And they kind of like, there was more to it, but it was like such an in-depth conversation. And like, they were like, we're always with you. You can start, you can call on us whenever you want. Like, we might not be able to come to you, but like, you met us, we're here. Like, we've got everything. Like, you're doing great. Like, just experience, go and live your life. Like, quit stressing the fuck out so much. So I woke up and I like told the Reiki practitioner and like she went through like the things she kind of yeah. visioned. And I was like, what the hell does like Odesia, Odesia? And we looked it up and it's Spanish for Odyssey, which is a journey, yeah. which essentially is just an experience. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just be. I mean, that mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. like comes back over and over from all these different spaces. Yeah. The pattern of that message has been so at the forefront. Mm-hmm. right that's wild yeah it's so cool tell me about any of your like altered consciousness states yeah so um i think that uh one time um that's that comes to my mind is um a time in my life where i wasn't sleeping as much like i i just was on an odd sleep schedule so you know back to our point about maybe the veil being lifted during times like that or like mm-hmm. in meditation I, um, so when I was young, I I worked at a store for a couple of years and there was this other person that worked there, this guy. We weren't super close. We weren't, um, you know, we didn't stay in touch after I stopped working at that job. I had no reason that he would be on my mind. Well, there was one of these nights where I'm on my weird sleep schedule years after I left that job and, um, I jolted awake in the middle of the night um, and he was on my mind and I, his name came to my mind and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's okay. I really hope everything's fine with him. And I, it was a deep concern and, you know, I like go back to sleep, whatever. Next day, um, my, a friend calls me and tells me that he passed away the night before at the same time that I had woken up and there was no reason that I would have thought of him. I mean, it had been years since I had communicated with him. So who, like how, like, and you hadn't been thinking about him. You hadn't, no, it just happens. Just completely happened. Mm -hmm. And what is that? You know, how did you know? And how you're someone that's not even like super connected. Yeah. Like it's it saying like there are threads that connect us. Every person we yeah. touch and meet, like you like leave a little spider web and it's like there's just everything is just connected. Like mycelium. I don't, don't even get me started on mushrooms and how we are mushrooms. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, Watch Change Your Mind or what is it? Um, Fantastic Fungi on Netflix. How to Change Your Mind and Fantastic Fungi. So good. Well, and here's what's interesting to me is that, you know, we're over here. We're sitting on our podcast and we're talking about woo woo things that we think are interesting and intriguing from the wild. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be folks who are like, oh, gosh, here's this, you know, woo woo stuff. I don't believe in that. But folks are so quick to say 
to talk about quarks, for example, which is a scientific, you know, rooted rooted in science and data connection that can be across the universe, mm-hmm. right, or across the planet. And then you think about um, other threads that can be drawn or other ener- energy that can be more explained in a textbook. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, yeah, isn't that interesting Yeah, how that works? But as soon as... I just think it's interesting that humans kind of have resistance to the unexplainable. And I think if you open your mind to that unexplainable, it becomes explainable. Like not so much that you understand it. But if you are constantly saying, I don't believe in ghosts, you're never going to see a ghost. It's not until you believe in the possibility that those things are are even possible for you to experience. Yes. Like joy, for one. (laughs) Like joy, number one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right? Like if you are so concerned with like, if you you don't believe in astrology, well, then nothing's going to apply to you no matter what anyone says because you're not open to it right and if you're not open to the magic of the universe then number one what kind of experience are you even having and sad one why (laughs) you know why why would you not just be open to that is interesting you know it's not saying that you have to get on board with every single thing you hear but there's some interesting stuff some interesting stuff out there. What an amazing life you can live if yeah. you just allow magic into your heart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just let it in little. Just a little, little bit. goes a long way. Learn that from practical magic. Yeah. Love that movie. <laughs> but yeah, like how special your life could be if you just let little things in that yeah. you're so afraid to experience. Right. It's very, it's joyful little moments. Um, as simple as... We were just talking about the eerie quiet that can come in the forest, right? Mm. That's a special and unique moment that's not necessarily rooted in astrology and dreams, but it's still this overwhelming experience that, yeah. man, everything went went quiet at the same time. I don't think we realize how loud yeah. everything is until right. everything's gone. Yeah. But also, I think, like, being in nature, even in those quiet or in those loud moments, like, physically being out in the forest, Mm -hmm. you can honestly feel the shift in energy. Like, something's different. Like, the more we will please, guys, I'm not, like, riding this horse super hard, but we live in wooden handmade walls with electricity energy buzzing around Mm -hmm. us at all times encased in paint and and fiberglass and all kinds of things right all these un, unnatural natural things to us but imagine if you lived the way the world lived for millions and billions and billions of years well six thousand or whatever your preference is <laughs> whatever you <laughs> whatever like whatever it is you believe i'm here with you but ima- before we built houses <laughs> like imagine what are we missing what are we not connected to because we're locked right. in boxes it's true mm. we <laughs> Our separation. We said it on episode one. The dichotomy between human and nature doesn't exist. We created that. And so we also create a separation between human and magic or like science and magic or whatever. Yeah. Right? It's the same like, shit. It's the same We just understand shit. one. Yes. <laughs> like there is power and beauty in the world. That is undeniable. Mm-hmm. The earth is a, a beautiful place and the universe is ever expansive. So, so big. it's so where big. is it going? We don't know. Expanding in expanding <laughs> where? into what? Where are you going? Where where? It's expanding out. How big? She just keeps on going. That's imp- 
it's impossible for my little pea brain to understand. <laughs> little brain. My little brain. But, well, I know. It's crazy. And I don't like it. It's such a, I mean, when you are laying and looking up at the sky, it's such a, I mean, I remember the first time I saw big sky. Mm. You remember too, mm-hmm. don't you? Like, mm-hmm. when you have that moment, you just never fucking forget it. You feel like you're plastered you to it a forever. wall and you're like looking out into yeah. something you shouldn't have access to. Right? And we forget. I think it's so easy to forget that we have access to that all the time. Like we can go outside and we can lay on the ground and look up and be exposed to ever expansive wonder. I mean, it is mm-hmm. vast. And that same the same can be said for opening up to the woo-woo in our lives. Let that shit in. Let it in. Talk about the dreams. Talk about the spirit guides. Go meet them. I give you a lady. Email me. I got a lady. I will. She she got my mom. She's like, she. my mom had this insane experience too. I'm like. wild, right? This lady, her name is Kathy. Simply solely holistic in in Raleigh. Look her the fuck up. I'm I'm telling you. When I met her, I was like, this lady is going to talk to my spirit guides. Yes. The quick answer is yes. Yes. She guided me. It's incredible. 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 <laughs> I just say, I challenge you. Yeah. Let, let a little magic in. Let a little magic in. You know, get a little hollow woo-woo. We've got Halloween right around the corner. Go do it. Do some spooky shit. Do some spooky shit. What are we waiting Call for? Call upon your ancestors. Call upon. I mean, the good ones, based yeah. on your family history. It's the good true. ones. Um. What do they say to say? It's like um, all well-intentioned spirit guides and ancestors. So if you are going to go that route, all well-intentioned. All well-intentioned. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let the magic in. Get a little hollow woo-woo. It's Halloween season, baby. It's spooky time. It's spooky time. This is Halloween, 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 Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Thank you so much for bearing with us through this Hello Woo Woo. Yes. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you let a little bit of magic in your life this season. Okay, bye. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) 